1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
0: to make the switch today.
1: This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
0: So let's talk about then what's going on across the rest of the NFC North. I get to do this series every offseason with Pack-A-Day, and it's always a ton of fun to, to realize how much the rest of the division has changed because we, you know, go over the Packers roster with a fine tooth comb, but we don't necessarily always stop and think about all of the other roster moves that are taking place each off season. So starting with the biggest news that we got this week, we'll start with the Minnesota Vikings and the fact that they'll be releasing Delvin cook, who is, I don't know, this surprised me. I mean, he's hit the pro bowl last four years over a thousand yards last multiple seasons. He's only, what is it? 27 still um just what are your thoughts
1: yeah uh I think before I dive into my thoughts on like the actual Dalvin Cook move the just in general I'm a little bit kind of confused on what the Vikings like plan of action is right now Mm -hmm. because I've gotten rid and we'll go through the, I'm sure a few more of these players in a bit, but they've gotten rid of some key players. But it's not like exactly they're getting younger because they're still like fully heavily invested in Kirk Cousins. Um, but they do have a very young wide receiver core. Um, their GM is pretty happy to tra- trade away picks, which he's done the last two drafts, um, even traded with the Packers. And I don't know. I, I just think I'm I'm having a hard time seeing the vision that being said the Dalvin Cook move doesn't necessarily surprise me and I actually don't know if it's really that bad of a thing because look but running backs are not as valuable as some other position groups Dalvin Cook is still young and I think that's the piece that is a little bit questionable but he wanted a lot of money and he wasn't willing to take a pay cut to stay with the Vikings. So now he's going to be able to test himself in free agency. Do I think he's going to get more potentially than what the Vikings would have offered him on that quote unquote pay cut to be seen? Because just like the way the league values running backs right now, I actually don't know. It might've just been smarter for him to stay in Minnesota, but Minnesota must feel like that they have a good enough backfield to replace him. Is that true? That remains to be seen. Dalvin cook is one of the most dynamic running backs out there you know we we've watched him slash the packers you know run defense twice a year for a number of seasons now four four-time pro bowler he's a phenomenal player so i it's i think tbd for the vikings whether this is a smart move or not i understand it from a monetary perspective though for sure that i get um but like alexander madison he's good enough right it's just a matter of like how much is the run game going to be a part of this Vikings offense and how much does it matter who's in the backfield and I think if you're looking at the way they're roster building they're going to be heavily leaning on their wide receivers
0: yeah so I mean obviously the re-signing of Alexander Madison was a really significant move that they made because he's now going into the season you know I think even if they were to bring in like a Zeke Elliott at this point I think Alexander Madison the backfield belongs to him so that you know is telling the way that they feel about him they think he can be the guy especially, I mean, we're seeing it now with so many teams across the league, the backfield by committee approach. So I think they'll be okay. There obviously are some bigger shoes to fill there with the, the weapon that Dalvin cook was in the receiving game as well. You know, you said he was one of the most dynamic backs in the league and that's part of why. Um, So let's really quickly talk about these losses before we talked about some of the players that they brought back. Obviously you talked about the wide receivers, Adam Thielen, probably one of the more significant losses in free agency Delvin Tomlinson along their defensive line went to Cleveland, Patrick Peterson, a really big loss, uh, the corner Eric's Eric Kendricks, the linebacker, Jandon um, Sullivan, their nickel, and then trading Zedarius Smith to Cleveland. So some pretty significant losses and something I want to kind of mention here too, when we talk about these pieces and you know, looking for your thoughts on this too, the Vikings did have a coaching change. They brought in Brian Flores to be their new defensive coordinator. So mm-hmm. getting rid of Adelvin Tomlinson, Eric Kendricks, Patrick Peterson, these vocal leaders on your defense, yes, you can argue that the Vikings are trying to put themselves in a better cap situation. They're trying to get younger. But are you really giving your defensive coordinator the best opportunity to succeed when you're getting rid of some of these players? Like Eric Hendricks, you know, was – one of the vocal centerpieces of this Vikings defense. So just really curious what it's going to look like this year, um, because I'm not sure if they have many of the guys left right now.
1: Eric Hendricks is one of the most underrated, I think, linebackers in the league for so many years. But I also think a lot of the names you just listed are guys who are kind of on the wrong side of the age range. Right. And so Yes, there's something to be said about that presence. And I don't we don't know how involved Brian Flores has been in roster building and decision making. But I have to imagine, you know, he would go to front office leadership and say, no, I I need to keep that guy. It's also worth noting that they're pretty open about like being willing to trade Daniel Hunter. Mm -hmm. So it all fits with this idea, like you said, of like new coaching staff, turning over a new leaf, trying to get younger, they're just going to have to be willing to be not that good, right? And this defense wasn't that good. It was very underperforming um, in this last season. That's why they made this change. And I think Brian Flores was an amazing coaching hire. I hate it as someone who's a Packers fan, (laughs) but it was an amazing coaching hire in the sense that he's going to make them more aggressive And he's going to be looking for players who I think have the a different type of play style and athleticism than what this roster currently offers. So why not get what you can from these guys while you can.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I think there is something to be said about looking at, you know, and th- again, this is on paper, right? We're not seeing this any of this performance on the field yet, but um, sometimes you can look in a roster and you're like, oh, they have the guy. They have multiple the guys. Like Jair Alexander is one of those players. Um, Rashawn Gary is one of those players. Like. Kenny Clark, you can look at the Packers roster and say, oh, they have the guy. If you look at the Vikings defense as a whole, you know, I think they think that they might have some guys and they might, you know, they, they traded or they signed Marcus Davenport in free agency, former first round pick, hoping he can, you know, kind of live up to that billing, but like their front is Dean Lowry, Harrison Phillips and Daniil Hunter right now. So you're, you're asking for a lot of production from a guy like Dean Lowry, who has never had to be the guy. Yeah. And Daniil Hunter is an
1: incredible player. I right. think like all yeah. the people left on this roster, like Daniel Hunter is the, the guy. guy. <laughs> and he's still like right on the right side of 30. So I think shopping him is an interesting choice. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they did sign a number of really fun, young defensive prospects. I'm thinking mostly like Louis Scene, who unfortunately had a really gruesome injury, but probably would have been a starter as a rookie. And they just have to hope that, They made the right choices in their draft picks, and these guys develop into playmakers, into the guy.
0: Yeah, so free agency additions that they brought in, I mentioned Marcus Davenport, the edge uh, from New Orleans. They brought in Byron Murphy, who I really like, the corner. I think that, you know, has the potential to be a really nice addition for their secondary. Joe Duan Williams uh, from New England. They brought in Troy Reed with the linebacker, wide receiver Brandon Powell, tight end Josh Oliver. And then, you know, the aforementioned Dean Lowry. So they did make some additions, re-signed their center, Garrett Bradbury, Alexander Madison, who we talked about, brought back their kicker, uh, Greg Joseph. So they did have, I think, you know, they didn't have necessarily that many holes to fill. I just am not sure that the moves that they made, they won the division last year. And let's just say I don't think they're going to be in that same position this year.
1: I agree with you. I think, like, sneaky, this Vikings team is going to be, one of in the bottom of this division. Um, And I think they're also in a little bit of a rebuild, but like I said, at the top of this, like I think it's a very strange looking rebuild when you have so much invested in your quarterback. Um, So depending on where they end up at the end of the season, like that just might be something that they look to draft and maybe that's what they have their sights set on, right? Maybe this is a little bit of a lost season, but again, I find this is where I'm again, I'm like the vision, like I find that odd after a season where they won 13 games, right, and had an early exit from a playoff push that I think they hoped lasted a little bit longer. So I, uh, I don't know. I think it's just a remains to be seen for the Vikings.
0: Yeah, so rounding out the Vikings before we move on to another NFC North uh, foe, we've got their draft class brought in with their first-round pick, Jordan Addison, the wide receiver out of USC. Um, That could be a really fun, scary tandem with Justin Jefferson. Uh, In round three, they took Makai Blackman, the corner, out of USC. Round four, Jay Ward, the safety. Round five, they took Jacqueline Roy, the defensive tackle. Uh, In round five, again, they took Jaron Hall, a quarterback. And then round seven, they took Dwayne McBride, a running back. So only six picks for the Vikings this year. And I think, you know, we talked about like losing some of their key pieces on defense. Um, I'm just not sure they brought in enough in free agency and in the draft to kind of make up for some of those losses. I'm not sure, you know, what the ceiling is for this team, but I agree with you that I think third or fourth in the division feels, feels right.
1: Yeah safe to say they're not going to win 13 games again this
0: season (laughs) yeah and andrew had a really good point about that too they were like historically good in one score games like those games fell their way a significant amount of the time and that kind of luck just doesn't typically happen again in at least not the following season 2400 sports is an odyssey company